a cuppa and a good chinwag? The story has real-life stories to inspire and make you smile. Weekdays on Vision and on demand in the app. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Foundations. Families of the Levites were responsible for transporting the tabernacle and its furniture. The tribe of Levi actually had three primary family divisions. They were the families of Keot, Gershon and Merari. They had a huge job. Foundations. Understanding the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. With Robbo Robinson and Mandy Warby. In the last program, we started learning about the Levites, the tribe from the Hebrew nation that was chosen by God to be a priestly tribe to serve him wholeheartedly and minister to the rest of the nation. The priests who served God came from the Levites, but only the family line of Aaron. So what did the rest of the Levites do? Yeah, it's a good question, isn't it? Because you, you just tend to think Levites and priests, but they weren't the same thing. Mm. Priestly, I guess you could yes. say, but not the priests themselves. So, okay, last time we discovered that it was probably the golden calf incident that set apart the Levites as God's chosen tribe to be this priestly tribe to the rest of the nation. And, of course, we also know that Aaron's family line was the bloodline that produced the priests yeah. who performed sacrifices and rituals in the tabernacle and later on in the temple. But what about the rest of the families? I mean, there certainly were more of you know the tribe of Levi than just that one family line. What did they do? In the wilderness wanderings, the families of the Levites were responsible for transporting the tabernacle and its furniture. And the tribes, the tribe of Levi actually had three primary family divisions. They were the families of Keot, Gershon and Merari. The family of Keot... Uh, they would transport the Ark of the Covenant and all, uh, and the accoutrements and stuff inside. The family of Gershon, they carried all the curtains. Can I just say you think, gee, they got it easy? <laughs> Those curtains were huge. Yeah. They were gigantic. Yeah, they were. Oh, huge. Then the family of Merari, they carried all the beams and the sockets and the bars. So can I just say between the three of them, they had a huge job. Yeah. And, of course, the scripture doesn't say how many times the cloud upped and moved. That's so right. we don't know how many times they had yeah. to set this thing up, pack it all away and transport yeah. it. Every time the spirit moved, it was like, <laughs> okay, here we go again. Not again. <laughs> okay, so the three families that I just mentioned uh, were family lines. And in each of those family lines, there were other families as well, making the tribe very big. When they were selected to serve as a priestly tribe, God said that they were not allowed to be numbered like the rest of the tribes. So we don't know exactly what their numbers were, but they were a lot. Well, that's mentioned in Numbers chapter 1, verses 49 to 51. It says, Only the tribe of Levi you shall not number, nor shall you take their census among the sons of Israel, but you shall appoint the Levites over the tabernacle of the testimony and over all its furnishings and over all that belongs to it. They shall carry the tabernacle and all its furnishings and they'll take care of it. They'll also camp around the tabernacle. So when the tabernacle is to set out, the Levites shall take it down. And when the tabernacle encamps, the Levites shall set it up. But the layman who comes near shall be put to death. It's a good thing that when they actually set the camp up, the Levites actually camped immediately Mm. around the tabernacle. Because if the other tribes were around the tabernacle and they got too close to it, Mm. off with his head sort of thing. Which is, it's kind of brutal. But you can Mm. see that God wanted to protect the people as well. That's right. So that's right. It was almost for their protection, wasn't it? Absolutely, for sure. Everything pertaining to the maintenance, the upkeep, the construction, the packing up of the tabernacle, the pulling down of the tabernacle, the setting it all up moving it along. It was all done by the Levites alone. 
anyone else trying to get involved or, you know, coming in too close to this particular place, that was not going to be a good end for them. So this was a really important and very sacred task. Yeah. And Numbers 18 actually lists the duties of the Levites. You know, the first few verses of that chapter go like this. The Lord said to Aaron, you and your sons and your father's household with you shall bear the guilt in connections with the sanctuary. And you and your sons with you shall bear the guilt in connection with your priesthood. But bring with you also your brothers, the tribe of Levi, the tribe of your father, that they may be joined with you and serve you, while you and your sons with you are before the tent of the testimony. And they shall thus attend to your obligation and the obligation of all the tent. But they shall not come near to the furnishings of the sanctuary and the altar, or both they and you will die. That could sound a little bit confusing, but what it's basically saying is that the Levites were to serve God by serving the needs of the priests. So keep the tabernacle clean, keep it tidy, keep it functional, uh, well fitted out, make sure it's packed up properly, make sure it's reconstructed properly, transport it safely, be close enough to the priests so that they can make sure that the priests have everything they need. Because can I just say, we will learn about the priests. The priests were really busy. Mm. Can I just say, I'm glad I'm not a Levite and I'm glad I'm not a bloke who's a who's who's a priest. Because they had a lot of work to do. So the mm. Levites, the rest of them, were to make sure that the priests had everything they needed to do what they needed to mm. do and to look after the house of God and, and everything to do with it. Pretty pretty big deal, actually. High calling. But at the same time, even the, the other families in the Levites, they even had boundaries for themselves. Like when it came to the actual furnishings, we're talking about uh, the menorah, the table of shoe bread, the altar of incense, the um, the Ark of the Covenant, all of those particular things, those very most sacred right in the centre, all of those had to be dealt with by the priests themselves. Right. And if the Levites, the rest of the Levites came near and touched them, well, not only would they die, but the priests would die. For letting them get too close. So they weren't allowed. So even they had boundaries, Mm. certain things that they, lines that they couldn't cross. Yeah, right. And again, the role of the Levites in serving and ministering to God, making a place ready for the people to come to before God, this was really important. So if you were in the other tribes, you couldn't just wander in and say, look, I've just come to have a look, see how things are going. This is fascinating. Thank you for everything you're doing. Love the worship. No, you couldn't do that. Mm. You couldn't just wander in or you'd die. Yeah. So the Levites, they had to make sure it was clean, pristine, well presented and all the rest of it, make sure the priests have got what they need. Then at the appointed times, If the people needed to come to offer sacrifice or for, um, let's say, feast days or ritual purification, they would come to the family line of the Levites. Then they would be ushered into the places where they could make offerings. The priest would take it from there. Mm. So there was this very strict process, all to keep people alive, but all to make sure that they had this access to God through the priests and and the priestly tribe. Now, we mentioned in our last program the fact that the Levites uh, weren't provided an allotment of land uh, like the other tribes. So where were they supposed to live? How were they supposed to survive? Obviously, without land, they couldn't build a house, have a family, have a veggie garden, what have you. Uh, That all takes land. So what was the the plan there? So in the wilderness, it didn't really matter because God provided their food every single day through the manor. And as you know, when they moved and they set up camp, well, the... You had the tabernacle in the middle and then you had the the priests and the Levite families specifically directly around that. And then to the north, south, east and west, you had the other Mm -hmm. tribes. 
The big question is, what about when they went into the promised land? The tabernacle sat in in Shiloh for 360-odd years or something like that. The tribes went into their own land allotments. The poor Levites, they didn't get any land. So what? Okay, we run out of time today, Robbo. (laughs) (laughs) We'll look at it uh, next time because it's really kind of fascinating. I've got to sort of just preempt it. They were given 48 cities that were actually spread throughout the 12 tribes, Mm -hmm. those land allotments. So no land for themselves, but they were given 48 cities. And in those 48 cities, there was also six very special cities, and they were known as the cities of refuge. They were in Kadesh, Shechem, Hebron, Bezer, Ramot, and Golan. Mm. And they have their own special role and feature within the, the nation as well. Yeah, well, we'll explore that more in the next program. We'll the, look at these cities of refuge. Uh, you can actually read ahead on this Joshua chapter 20, verses 7 and 8, actually talk about these cities of refuge. But we will explore it in greater detail in the next program on Foundations. This has been Foundations, a look at the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. For study notes, resources and more, see vision.org.au slash foundations. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.